Rabbi Sai, a good morning, a good Erev Shabbos Kodesh, Erev Shabbos Kodesh, Parshas Emor Tavshin Pei Gimel. Erev Shabbos Kodesh, where the day that we're holding in is Pesach Sheini, Yudalad Iyar. We'll speak about that in a moment. Erev Shabbos Kodesh. It's the Hilula for Reb Meir Balanes, the great Reb Meir Balanes. We'll talk about him in a minute. And it's also a couple days before the great Hilula of Reb Shimon Bar Yechai Lag Ba'imer, Abba also happens to be the yard side of my father, Oliver Shalom, Reb Abba Yaakov, it should be a schus from all the words that we say. And uh, all of these things are coming about at a time when I'm sure you might hear in my voice that I have a very, very difficult time in speaking, and I apologize, but it seems I've come, come down with a strip and a virus, and I've carried it for the entire week, and somehow I managed to still make it out to the yeshiva and to try to keep my schedule, but it's really been very, very cumbersome, and uh, I didn't even know if I was going to be able to say the give the podcast today, but the Mershim is giving me a little bit of kairos. I hope you apologize if I'm not able to be completely, completely clear, but Be'ez HaShem is Barach, we should be Isaac, in Yonim of the parsha, in Yonim of the days, the tremendous days that we find ourselves in, and the time period, as we always say, that we find ourselves in, and to get chizuk from the Torah HaKadosha. You know, I want to go off on a tangent for a second, as we sometimes do, and um, it also happens to be that this Shabbos is going to be the coronation of the King of England, um, you know, King Charles, a new king that's going to come into the world. And uh, even though for most Americans, we're not into the pomp and ceremony, but for the people that come from England, they understand more clearly what pomp and ceremony is. But as we mentioned in the past, when Queen Elizabeth, his mother, died, that there's an union of covet of Malachim, giving honor to the Melech Basar Adam, and Chazal tell us, the Olam Yoritz Adam, Achar, Melech Basav Adam. The person should even go to honor, to even the special bracha that you make, in order to be mafch, in order to differentiate between the Melech Basav Adam and the Melech Yisrael. As Rashi explains in Brachas, Basid Lavo, when Melech HaMashiach will come, we'll see the great difference between our king and their kings. But still, there's an union of giving honor to the kings and there's a coronation and it seems a lot of things are taking place on Shabbos and the Rabbanim are going and one of the things that they say is that the uh, that the king is very benevolent towards the Jewish people that live in England and he's cognizant of the fact that the, <coughs> the religious orthodox rabbis keep Shabbos and therefore there's not going to be any Chilo Shabbos for them and that in itself is uh, a point of honor that we have to point out. I saw a fascinating story uh, in the name of my good friend, Reb David Olavsky, It was printed in the Hebrew Yetedish Shabbos for this edition for this weekend. I don't want to say it over. because really, First of all, it's a reflection on Reb David. But he says over a story that took place with a rabbi who people from Los Angeles might know him a lot better than the rest of the crowd. But Rabbi Marvin Heyer, who I know personally, and he's the founder of the the Wiesenthal Holocaust Center and 
Yeshiva University High School and um, Yeshiva University High School in Los Angeles, Yula, where we had many, many Talmudim for many, many years. And he himself <coughs> is a Musmuch and a Rav. <coughs> and when he started out his career, he was a rabbi in Vancouver, Canada. Vancouver and Canada are all part of the greater English empire. And it seems over 30 years ago, the Queen of England <coughs> came to Vancouver and uh, together with her son, the prince, or it could be just the prince himself came, this I'm not sure about, but there was a royal reception, which is done when uh, members of the royalty come. And all the prominent members of the community Specifically, the religious leaders, the priests, and the rabbis, they were all invited. Now, when Rabbi Heyer got this invitation, he was a young rabbi, <coughs> but he knew that this invitation meant to come to a thing, and there's going to be a, 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 a formal, formal meal, and it's not kosher. So he declined the invitation. He said, I can't go. It seems a couple of days before the official reception, Got a phone call from the one of the, the aides of the of the of the prince or of the queen, and they said, Rabbi, we're expecting everyone to come, and this is a like a slap in the face when the <coughs> members of the clergy aren't showing up. So Rabbi Hayer told them, I have to tell you, the reason is because I know that they serve not kosher food. I only keep kosher, and it'll be very hard for me to be at that. At that meal, I can't be part of it. So the person said, I'm going to get back to you. It seems he got back to him. And he said, no, we're going to honor all of the dietary laws. We're going to keep the laws of Kashris. And we're going to have a special, you tell me the mashkiach that you trust, the supervisor. <coughs> and that's what happened. Harry gave him the name of the supervisor, mashkiach. And the day of the court, of the of the royal reception came. And when he came, the mashkiach came over to him. He said, "Listen, here's the place. You, you have a certain place has your number on it, and, and the food that you have that you're going to be getting is kosher. And all the plates and this is cutlery, <coughs> you for you because they don't serve on paper plates. They serve on royal china." So he says, "Well, it looks like all the other ones." He says, "No, this was all this is all brand new, and it was kashered. It was it was toivled, and your particular." plates and knives and forks and everything else look on the back of it it all has a sign that we placed on it that shows that this is only for kosher you're the only one that has it okay he thought it was great but then he saw that there was a problem that the food was not placed like in front of you there were separate tables and you had to go over to those tables and those tables <clears throat> that's where the food was set aside and his was also set aside at those places. The purpose was that people should go and um, mingle and speak. Now, everybody else, there were plates that were there at those serving stations. But for him, there was no extra plates. The Mashkir forgot to do that, I guess. <coughs> or there was nothing he could do because he couldn't just leave it out there. So every single time he had to go over to get to his particular place, he had to take his plate and his knife or his fork, whatever he had, and it was a little bit like, you know, different than everybody else. No one else was carrying their plates. Everybody else took a plate from the table of where the serving was. But he didn't do so. And there was another rabbi there who wasn't Orthodox. And when he saw him doing so a few times, he says, you should know you're making a, a dishonor in front of the king walking around like this, like a, like a plebe. 
not walking around like a royal person. <coughs> so he says, I, I honor the king of kings, which is God, and I'm going to continue to carry my plate wherever I go. And that's what happened. Now, he didn't realize it was going to be an eight-course meal, and <coughs> he had to go get every single time. He had to get up, take his plate, get the different course, which was set aside for him, and then he would come back, and he would sit down in his place. And um, at the end of the reception, everyone went up in front of the, the royal uh, family, and when he came up in front of Prince Charles, Prince Charles said to him, Rabbi, I have to tell you that I was very, very disturbed when I saw that you had to walk around with the plates, and it really, really bothered me. So he told him, he says, listen, <coughs> I keep dietary laws, <coughs> and this is what I had to do in order to keep it. So he says, well, I don't understand. I thought that we had ordered specific food for you. So he says, it's not just the food. It's also the plates and the cutlery. So Prince Charles said, Really? You know, when I was a young boy, I studied all the religions, and I heard about that there's kosher food that the Jews eat, and but I never heard about these laws, and he had to start giving a fascinating, he started giving the halachas here, and kashras of the plates and the silverware. And uh, there was like a whole discussion, it was a whole line, and he, uh, Rabbi Heyer is getting all of this covered. And then there was this other rabbi, and he turns to the prince, and he says, you know, your highness, uh, I'm also a Jewish so he says, yes, but I don't see you carrying around your plates. So I guess you're not as Jewish as him. <coughs> he gave him a little shtach. It was, it was what happened. And Rabbi Olavsky said that he heard this Pemali from Rabbi Marvin Heyer, Shabikazun Stark. And it was a big Kiddush Hashem that it showed that you, when you stand up for the, <coughs> the Torah way and you show what it's all about, then the kings also, they themselves have proper respect. And I think that's a fascinating story. Not just a fascinating story, but it's a lesson for us. And it really ties in to everything that we want to see in the parsha, and everything that we really should be thinking about going on in these days. First of all, we see that there's a concept of a coronation. We have to recognize that we are always constantly coronating Hashem. Every single moment we say Shema Yisrael, every single time we say Shema Yisrael, Hashem Elokeinu, Hashem Echad, we ourselves are coronating the king. For sure, we have Rosh Hashanah, we have special times we do it, but we're exclaiming our <coughs> our framework of what our relationship with is, is with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And I think we can see this in the parasha. When we take a look at the parasha, which speaks in the beginning of the parasha, that Emer Kohanim, B'nai Aaron, and it speaks about the Kayan, that the Kayan shouldn't be metame in the middle of his Avaidah to <coughs> any other member, if it's not a member of the family, and the Kayan God was not metame for anybody. And the Pasik says, first of all, we'll just point out this Gavad Gavard from Rav Sternbuch Shlita. It says, Emra al Kohanim, it says, Vamarto al Kohanim, and Rashi points out, Lahazir Gadoilim al Akhtanim, the double Lushan, <coughs> in order to warn. The elders on the on the youth, that's a simple pshat. But I saw the Shturmuk brings down from the Heilig and Noyum Alimelech. So Noyum Alimelech says that it's really a remez that even the Gedoilim, the great, great Gedoilim, Lahazar al Akhtanim, they have to be warned for their small, uh, their, their, their small uh, mitzvahs or averis. They shouldn't get cut up and get caught up. And the fact that, oh, they're involved with so many holy, holy things. So therefore, if they didn't, if they skipped a little mitzvah, a little minig, 
It's not really so bad. No. And every single one of us is like a Kayan. Every single one of us is a holy person. So we also have to be reminded, and I reminded myself the story of the Chazanish, that the Chazanish was in the middle of the great uh, debate that was going on in the country in the 50s between Ben-Gurion and the secular government. We're going to speak about that a little bit more in a moment. And and there was an issue of Gius Banos of taking girls into the army, which the Chazanish and all the Gedolim held was against the Halacha, because you were taking them away from their families and the concept of modesty and sneers and everything else that goes on when you go into a male environment where there's war and where there's dominating without any Yiddishkeit. And we know, we don't have to go into all the details how difficult that is. So, the Chazanish was in the middle of this tremendous meeting and he was like, but this was like the kachi kachim of him. And I heard this from Reb Chaim Brim and the Yid walked in, it was a Talmud Chachim, Sheshachach Talmudai. He was a Yid that for, unfortunately, he had a breakdown and he forgot all of his learning and the Chazanish saw him and immediately he left the meeting and he went into the kitchen and he took this Yid in and he made him a cup of tea and he gave him some food to eat and he sat with him for a half hour. And I heard this from Reb Chaim Brim. <coughs> Chaim <coughs> said he saw it. It's an amazing thing that the Chazanish saw at that moment the mitzvah that's needed now for this moment. The discussion we'll, we'll discuss will continue that what we're going to do with Gius Bonas. But now is the mitzvah of Chesed. Now is the time for me to be a kind person and to help a person who's unfortunate. So that's a message that we see from the parsha, And this elevates us. This shows us that we look at the at, at our Yidin and ourselves as being people that we have to live up to a higher standard. Even the great people, they have to, they want to do the things for the smaller people, which is really what all of us should be. And then the Pasuk says, from the Mignesh you're not supposed to go out, and the Shalah Kaddish brings down, every person should look at himself as being a Kohen Gadol, and he should recognize I'm an Evita Kodesh Baruch and I should be Makadish myself with the utmost levels of Kedusha that I can possibly do. Not a simple task, but every single person has to try to find that place of that Migdash that he doesn't leave, and he connects with HaKadosh Baruch And this is a great lesson. This really differentiates, the, what I say, the men from the boys. We live in a world where we'll talk about it more in detail in a second, which is devoid of, of, of Kedusha, devoid of elements of godliness, but the Torah is telling us that, no, we ourselves live up to a higher standard. We put ourselves into a framework. Ah, I'm a Yid. I daven. I'm a Yid. I do mitzvahs. I'm a Yid. I help out another Yid. I'm a Yid. And I don't just allow myself to, to, to indulge in, 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 in eating things. I don't look for a terium. No, I keep my plate wherever I go. And I and I and I'm careful about what I do. And then the Pasik says about the Kayan God Lenefesh Liyatama Ba'amov. And the simple chat is the Kayan is also to be Matame. But over here they bring down a remez. If Sturmbruch brings down the Valdika Remez, that sometimes we think that, well, well, there are people that they're going out in the same type of theme, going out into the world in order to help other Jews, and let's say in the areas of Kira Vrachokim. And therefore, they have to go to places <coughs> which are not as pristine. Guy has to leave Lakewood, and all of a sudden, he finds himself in Manhattan. And 
he's in a situation where there's mixed dancing. What should he do in such a situation? Well, should he go be Makar of people, not be Makar of people? So to hear, yeah, person has to, for sure, you have to be a godal to paskin it. But there's no question, <clears throat> don't allow yourselves to fall into the tumma of the world. Even though you're doing something which is chashiv, but you have to recognize you're a kohen godal. And like we said before, I might think, well, I'm doing so kiruv. Kiruv, everything is mut, everything's permissible. And unfortunately, no, this has happened, and I have to point it out that there are people that don't recognize them, they don't ask Shilas, and they just take it upon themselves. And then, unfortunately, there's uh, people who have been nichshol, so we have to pray, we have to daven, that a person should recognize that he should uh, keep himself within the framework of the Torah at all times. The Pasik says later on, it's really, the Pasik is really repeated a few times, but there's one Pasik in the parsha which says the mitzvah of being the Kadesh Shem Shemayim. And uh, the Pasik says, we'll say the Pasik over, Gavaldi, 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 Gavaldik, Ah, Ushmati Mitzvah Yisai, it's Perik Chav Beis, Pasik Lamed Beis. Lamed Alf, Ushmati Mitzvah Yisai, Sisam Oysam Ani Hashem, and then the Pasik says, V'loi Sechal Hashem Kachi, V'nikdashti, there's a special mitzvah that a person has to give himself over for Kiddush Hashem. And this halacha is one of the major halachas. If a person comes along and says, deny your Judaism, <coughs> you have to give up your life. It's one of the cardinal in, in Yonim. And when a person gives himself up, he's giving himself up. Even if he plans, <coughs> Rashi says, where a nest would not took place. Like we find by Hanani Mishal of Azariah. They didn't think there was going to be a nest. They put, threw themselves into the fire and they planned on dying. But HaKadosh Baruch saved them. So I saw I brought down, <coughs> and I'll start off, Rebelli Baruch, Finkel, the great Rashiva and the Mir Yeshiva. He says that the mitzvah of Kiddush Hashem, there's a takon and you have to make a bracha on it. The Maharam Rikanti says that when a person's Makadish is Hashem, Yechayv Levarach, and they bring down from the Shalah Kaddish that what's the bracha that you make? If a person's ever in this situation, Wow, what bracha do you make in Kiddush Hashem? You make the bracha, and that's the bracha that you have to make. So if you hear, there's a, famous, there's a famous joke that people say that there was like a, you know, Yeshiva Bach, and then he happened to be, it ended up, all of a sudden he was in a situation of Kiddush Hashem, and the guy was about to kill him. The guy pulled out the knife, was about to <coughs> chop off his head, and the and the, the, the and the, he remembered the, the Shalom. He said, Baruch Hashem, L'Kenim Al-Chaylam, L'Kadish Barabim. And all of a sudden, the guy said, no, I'm going to leave you free. So you heard the, the, the Yeshiva going, no, 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 no. Well, he, he was like, he's, no, no, like, I'm, you, I'm, it's going to be a brachal vatal, you got to cut me. You know, that's the story that they say. But the Shalach Kaddish says, Rabbi, that's just a story. But the real halach is that even if you made the brach and then the, the guy recanted and he didn't perform, you still were Makai in the mitzvah. The purpose of the mitzvah is to be miser your nefesh on Kiddush Hashem. As long as a person is Meisah Nefesh, 
like Mishal, Hananiah, Mizariah, Daniel, they're making the mitzvah of Vinikidashti as soon as this happens. Rabbi said throughout the, the, the millennium, how many Yidin were Makadish, Makadish Hashem. And, you know, I, I'm, I'm going to say over a few stories now, but I, you know, it's just that we're living in a time period. You know, it's before, um, before Lag Beimer, and we remember it's, oh, it's oh, close to two years now that uh, 45 young people, older people, died uh, at the Kever of Shimon. And this year it's not going to be the same. They're making all kinds of rules and regulations. Hopefully we'll keep it safer. And that's really a great, great thing. It's a great tikkun. There's no question about it. Because Baruch did it for a reason. Maybe this is the tikkun. And it happens to be that the boy that lives in our, lived in our neighborhood, um, Azi Koltai, his parents, his father, invited me to a hachnasa sefer that they're going to make on Lag Baimer. And, you know, there's so many different, uh, you know, ways that the way we are Mekadosh Em Shemayim. What do we do? We make another, we build a Sefer Torah, we create a Sefer Torah, Vinik Dashti. And over here, I want to say over, the whole thing about Reb Shimon, and Reb Shimon, what did he do? Reb Shimon, he was 12 years together with his son in the, in the grave, and he was hiding away from the, from the Romans, and then he came out, and he saw people that were just working, and they were in such a high madrega that every place that they turned turned into fire. So the Rebbeinu said, "What are you going to destroy my world?" He put him back into the into the cave for another twelve months, and then they came out. And the Gemara says in Shabbos they saw Zakein Echod that was walking with Hadassim, two Hadassim. He said, "What are you walking with Hadassim?" He says, "Why we mechabit the Shabbos? Why two? One can neged Zacher, one can neged Shamar." Oh, Sir so Shimon said, "Ah." Oh, if this is what's going on, that there are people that are willing to have this, then um, it, the world really is deemed to be fit. Because I see people are mechabed the Shabbos b'zacher v'shomer. And I saw brought down Meliol Diskin. He says a gavaldik akasha. He says what? There were no other yeshiva bacherim. There were no other talmidei chachamim that they saw a talmud chacham that was walking in the street. They they were probably from a yidden. So why Dafka, this Zakin is the one that turned them on to say that the world is deemed to fit, to, 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 to be Mukuyim. He says, because, yes, there are a lot of people keeping mitzvahs, but the Chavivas had mitzvah, that there would be an Ayid who wasn't a Talmud Chacham, but he went out of his way to go buy special Hadassim for Shabbos, one Kineget Zohar, one Kineget Shomer. When Reb Shimon Ba'yechai saw that there was such Avas Hashem, in the world, and that this only comes about because of a year that keeps Shabbos, he says, this is for sure the Tachlis, this is really what the Rabbanu Shalom wanted. Ah, Rabbi I, I know this is a little bit long, but we're going to try our best to make it as short as we possibly can with a horse voice. I have to say, over two Meissen, Meissen the Floyan that I saw, unbelievable, and it will highlight it by saying again, all of these things should just be an Eli for Anna Shamas. Ah, Givaldik, Givaldik, Givaldik. One of the Yidden Rabbi Sai, you're all familiar with, with Nassim Sweet Finkel, Zechotanik Levrach. I had a few boys that came there, Shabbos, and we were speaking a little bit about Rabbi Nassim Sweet. It's an unbelievable uh, statistic. Rabbi Nassim Sweet built the Mir Yeshiva. He Imamish, elevated the concept of Limit HaTayr in such a great way.
And I know I knew him personally. And I have to tell you that we were Rosh Hashivas for around the same amount of time. Even though he was older, he was older than I am. But we were Rosh I was found in Mir Yaakov around the same time that Rav Masasi became the Rosh the Mir. And he was Rosh the Mir only for 21 years. And you know what he built during that? He built buildings. He just took the Mir Yeshiva to the next step, to the next level. See the Mir Yeshiva today. Thousands and thousands of people. Rabbi said, they, and Rabbi Nassim had tremendous plans to build more and to build more. And unfortunately, the Rabbis have decided that he needs him up there in the heavens. But his work still continues. But listen to this statistic. They found that during the time period that Rabbi Nassim was Yeshiva, the Mir Yeshiva, and he was building buildings and bringing Talmidim. You know how many Talmidim went through the Mir Yeshiva in those days? 26,000 Talmidim. 26,000 Talmidim went through the Mir Yeshiva. You know, when I saw this, when I saw this comes at the time when we, 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 we in the morning of the 24,000 Talmidim Rebbe Kiva, and to me, that was like a, wow, how do you get 24,000 Talmidim? Ah, Rebbe Masasvi, he even upped on Rebbe Kiva, he had over 26,000 Talmidim. It's unbelievable. But that's a person who wanted to be Mekadosh Shem Shemayim. Listen, to this Maisa, the Panovichirov was in England in the early years, and there was a person, Jackie Levinson. Jackie Levinson was a young man, and he decided he's going to take out the Gedolim. He took her to Byron, and he took the Panovichirov, and he would drive them around and help them to get money. And one time, the Panovichirov wasn't able to raise a lot of money, and they, Jackie took him to a chasna, and they went into this wedding. It was a Jewish wedding, and Panovichirov was there, and he went in, and he... And he danced, and he and he spoke to people. And then he came out. He was in a very good mood. So the Jackie was driving the car. Said, "Rebbe, did you make a lot of money inside?" He says, "No, I didn't make any money." But I'm, what are you so happy for? He says, "Because I met David Ben Gurion." Seems this was a high society wedding. Ben Gurion was in the country at the time, and they met at the wedding. And Ben Gurion turned to the Panovitcher when he saw him. He says, "Panovitcher, Rabbi, <coughs> he knew him." He says, I'm thinking about rescinding my decree that the yeshiva boys should be putter from going to the army. We know that Ben-Gurion had met with the Chazanish, and there was a historical event where he said that, no, that uh, yeshiva boys have a right to sit and learn and to become great, great teachers. But I'm thinking of changing my mind. So the Panovich Rav said, Dovidol, he used to speak in Yiddish, Dovidol. He says, do you want to take away from what's written in all of the it signs up on all of the yeshivas in Eretz Yisrael. It's written in gold <coughs> letters. David Ben, his mother's name or his father's name, was the one that gave the decree that we were able to sit and learn. Do you know what kind of schus Do you know what kind of covenant it is? Do you want that to be removed from you? And he's like floored David Ben-Gurion, David Ben-Gurion, and Ben-Gurion said to him, I heard what you said, I'm not going to rescind the decision. So the Panovich Rav said it was Kedai for me to come to England in order I should be able to meet him in order to remove that, that thought from his mind. Rabbi Sai, yesterday there was a Havganis here in Eretz Yisrael. There's a tremendous amount of animosity from secular Jews against the religious Jews. And this has been an issue for many, many years. But now it's coming to the highest four. And they're using the judicial review as one of the issues, but the other issue is they do, cannot comprehend the fact that yeshiva boys are sitting and learning while they have to go into the army and they give their lives. And this is a very passionate, very emotional, 
and very, very serious issue. And it's not something to be discussed lightly. But just to put into one easy perspective, easy perspective, is that if you if we understand if we understand it without the Torah, then we have no schus to be here in Eretz Yisrael. We realize that our sitting and learning is the ammunition which is needed. And yes, we have to have the army as well. And why is it that the secular people, they have to go out and fight, and the religious people in the Orthodox Orthodox community, not as their, they sit and learn. That's something that the Rebbein created as a dynamics of Yisachar's Zvulun for this time period. But what they did was yesterday, they went beyond the uh, barriers. They went, they demonstrated outside in front of Reb Gershon Edelstein's house, Rashiv Avpanovich, 100-year-old Gadol Adar, and they were with placards saying what kind of embarrassment the Jewish community from community that they 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 they, they um don't let their they don't let their sons go to the army and they they said embarrassing things. And one of the people that went there was someone by the name of Barlev. Barlev was the former Sarah Bitochen under the previous government. He is the son of the famous Chaim Barlev, who was a famous general in Israel who built the Barlev line. But he himself is now is the head of the Angel Bakery. He left the government and he himself went into the private uh, private force. So now it became a whole issue. People felt that this was a bazillion, a covered Torah to the great Godel Ador, that you go out of his in front of his house and that's what you're demonstrating. And there's been a backlash and people and, and from people are now not buying from the Angel Bakeries anymore. They're not, buy, <coughs> not buying their bread and everything else. And today in the paper, Reb Gershon, they wrote over in the name of Reb Gershon, Reb Gershon was asked to Shiloh what to do, and Reb Gershon said, this issue is not discussed. Reb Gershon said, no, it's not an issue. Of, it's it. What is basically Reb Gershon saying? People are demonstrating. What do we do? What do we do back? You know what we do back? We also demonstrate. We demonstrate our love for our Kaddish Baruch by learning another black Gemara, by being a Ben Melech, showing that the Torah and the ways of the Torah, these are the things which keep us going. And I can't not mention that yesterday, Tzahal was able to, to kill and destroy the enemies, the ones that killed Mishpach Adi, and they went into Shechem, they were able to finally find those killers, those murderous killers, and to kill them. <clears throat> I mean, a person's right if you have to go back and you have to kill him, no question about it. They went to the family D and they said to him, what do you say to this? So they all they said one thing. Uh, we're happy that people are safe and we don't have to worry about them attacking anybody else. We ourselves had tremendous loss, a mother and two sisters. Rabbi Sai, this is the message of the Torah, to be holy, to be a Kayan, when we see that there's a, a coronation going on, let's coronate the king. Let's understand that with the Emerald Kohanim, even for the small things, a Jew acts in a certain way. We are the Am of the Kohanim. We're the Am of the Malachim. And as we get closer to Lag Ba'imer, and this Shabbos Parshas Emor, we say to ourselves, HaKadosh Baruch we are clasping ourselves to you. We have Ava, we have Yedidus, 
and we hope and we pray and we daven that the Rabbanushim should be merapa. All of those that need and all of those that have Yeshua's, we should be zoichet to the coming of Mashiach. Wishing everyone a wonderful Shabbos. Thank you very much for listening. We want to thank jfoundations.com. If you could sponsor any of our activities, it would be another way of addressing and being able to give over Torah to other people. Go on the website and show your support. Thank you very much for joining us.